Welcome everyone back to the NFL Roto Shark podcast. With me today, I have Dylan, our GPP expert. Dylan, it's been a long time. Yeah, we've been off for a few days. Yeah, been, I think um, I don't know. I don't remember last time. I know. I don't know. I've been missing a little bit on the NBA front. Hopefully, we can get back to some of those podcasts. But I will say, I love. NFL podcast. Yeah, NFL, there's a lot more to get into than most of the time with the NBA. And it's only once a week. Yeah. So that always uh, helps out. But uh, we, yeah. we got a nice uh, we got a nice little slate here this week. Uh, some decisions to be made. Uh, some news still to wait on for this slate. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um Let's get right into the first game. It's going to be the Atlanta Falcons traveling out to uh, Dallas. Right now, Dallas is favored to win. Uh, they're up eight. And the over and under on this one, Dylan, is a juicy 54 and a half. Uh, we'll start on the Atlanta side of the ball. Anything that you like? I love Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is one of my favorite plays of the week. Uh, he... Dallas has been giving up uh, some big long balls recently, making some pretty bad mistakes on defense, some blown coverages, and uh, Pitts is getting a really steady target share with uh, obviously with no Calvin Ridley, and he's had a couple down weeks. I don't expect him to have a third one in a row. Uh, I think he blows up against his Dallas defense. And at the same time, I don't mind taking shots on some of their wide receivers. They're all pretty cheap still. Uh, their prices aren't overly inflated for Ridley being, being missing. Olamide Zacchaeus, he obviously had an amazing week last week against New Orleans. Three targets, three receptions, and two touchdowns. I wouldn't expect a repeat of that, but I could see him getting in the end zone again. Same with Gage. I could see him having an end zone trip. And uh, in GPPs, you can definitely take a shot at Matt Ryan, too. He's starting a lot, a lot better than he did to begin the season. He's getting, he's doing pretty well steadily now. He's had one really down game recently. Outside of that, he's done good. But, yeah, I, I don't mind taking shots on a lot of these Falcons. Well, for sure, because, I mean, the, the down game that he had that you're talking about is against Carolina, which um, obviously Carolina's pretty good defensive team. <laughs> Dallas is not as great on defense, that's for sure. And I expect Dallas to come out and score a bunch of points, So, which leads me to believe Atlanta is going to have to score a bunch of points. Uh, now, Matt Ryan can throw interceptions against his ball hawk Dallas defense, for sure. But uh, at his price of 7300 I do think he still pays it off. But I'm with you on the Kyle Pitts thing. It's uh, He's, he's 6900 but he's, uh, he's he's become one of those tight ends that can be worth every penny of that yeah. 6900 price tag. And Dallas doesn't is not that great against tight ends, um, but we we've said this before. Kyle Pitts is not your tra- traditional tight end. I mean, you see him lined up in the slot, um, and it's really him and Cordero Cordero Patterson is really the only weapons on this team, proven weapons this year. Like obviously Zacchaeus has played good this year. Um, Russell Gage hasn't played bad at six K, so I wouldn't mind him either, just because of the fact like. A, I think Dallas is going to come out and actually um, put up some points. 
yeah, I agree. Dallas is uh they're a little upset with themselves after last week. We do uh we do have our uh our cash pro expert who joined us late per usual. Brian, are you with us? Yeah, I fell asleep. My bad. <laughs> well, since you fell asleep, give us a sleeper on this team on Atlanta that nobody's thinking of. Atlanta that nobody's thinking of. Well, you guys pretty much just covered the entire team, but uh, I guess I'll have to find someone that no one you know is really going to have. Hmm. Tajay Sharp. Did talk about Tajay Sharp? Nope. We didn't <laughs> talk about him. There you go. We've seen him, you know, every other week have five five to six targets, right? And he had one reception last week. So, I mean, this week he's going to be going back to his six, rece- six five receptions, especially against his Dallas defense. Um, that's going to be trying to lock down uh, Kyle Pitts and Russell Gage. So I like Tajay Sharp. I bet he uh, he scored his touchdown this week. Little number four for the Atlanta Falcons. There you go. And this is this is actually the uh, first game, so you really didn't miss anything. This is the first side of the ball. Great. Yeah, that's, that's just, great. just just introductions. Good. That's it. So we'll we'll let you uh since you was late we'll let you handle the Dallas side. Oh, we didn't even talk about Dallas yet. Ooh, okay. nope. Um, yeah. I love Dallas tomorrow. I mean, what's not to love about Dallas against? Or what's not to love about targeting Atlanta's defense? Um, yep, I agree, four hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I like was you said earlier, Dallas. <laughs> Oh, that's my bad. Go ahead. I'm, I'm still trying to pull this up. Go ahead. You're good. Well, like I said earlier, Dallas is a little pissed off at themselves after that big letdown last week. Uh, so you can 100% uh, expect them to score points this week. Take shots at Zeke. Take shots at CD, Amari. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Michael Gallup play this week. Oh, he absolutely yeah, should. Yeah, he's on he's on course to return, is what they said. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind taking shots on him and GPPs. And I still really like Schultz too with uh no Blake Jarwin. Yeah, I mean Schultz is playing about a hundred percent of snaps, most out of any receiver on the team besides Cedric Wilson, which is surprising. I don't know if that was just because of the last game and they're you know but they're down the entire game, I don't know why. Cedric Saw more snaps than CD and Cooper, but um, well, CD yeah. and Cooper were both a little banged up going into the game. Yeah, and I think CD's the guy this week, even though he's the more expensive one. I don't know. I still like CD a shit ton this week. Um, obviously, I like anyone against Atlanta. You can literally play anyone on this team. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be mad one bit if you even take shots on a guy like uh, Cedric Wilson. Even with Gallup back, you know, Cedric, they could run four wide outsides at some point. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a dart. I wouldn't, like, play him at all. But, I mean, you know, I don't hate you for it if you're trying to take shots on Cedric Wilson. I agree. But I honestly think my favorite person on this team is uh, Zeke this week. Oh, he uh, burned yeah. me last week, Dylan. He burned me too. But I he mean, that's part of the reason I like him. 
that's part of the reason I like him. I mean, we expect him to be up by a good bit, and I, I kind of expect them to get back to what they've been doing most of the year and putting a lot of the weight on the run game. Oh, it's sure. what they did earlier in the year, and they were very successful with it, so I don't see why they went away from it last week and only uh, ran the ball with Zeke ten times. Well, he got hurt. He got hurt. And came back, but yeah, he was out for yeah. – he only played 48% yeah. snaps. He had like a knee contusion yeah. or something. But he's not on the injury report today, which that's that matters. Yeah, but even then – even then, they didn't use Pollard at all, which is still weird because even when they were giving Zeke the ball 20-something times, Pollard was getting 13 touches. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, they just got away from the run game completely, even when it – it's not like it was a huge blowout at halftime or something. No, nah, they was only down 16. Yeah, I mean, they were still close enough that they could rely on their run game the way they had and try to get back into their rhythm, and they didn't. So I, I would expect them to try to do that again this week. Absolutely. Get back to what worked for them. I, I love Zeke. He's on my fantasy team. and uh, But I just think this week there's so many good running backs, so much good value, so much good payups. I think he's going to come on your own. He's a great play. I don't think you see any ownership on him at all. Um, I personally probably I would agree. have him in my lineup, but um, – He's, a, he's not a guy where I would hate playing him at all. You know, I think he's a top five running back this week, but I just think, you know, there's such a balance with pay up and value. You don't know? um, necessarily in cash you need to play Zeke Elliott, but he is he's a great play this week for sure. Yep, I agree with everything you guys said. One uh, interesting tidbit from the Broncos Cowboys game is the Broncos controlled the clock 41 minutes to 18. 41 12 wow. to 18 48. So I think I'm with you guys. I like Zeke a lot. I think they're going to establish a run, get more of that time possession because you can't have your defense out there that long. Even the worst of offenses is going to score on you if your defense is tired. So, for sure. Um, not saying the Broncos got a terrible offense because I still have faith in Judy and Cordell Sutton. Uh, they get Noah Fan back this week. So, um, Javante Williams did pretty good. So they was able to run on, um, Dallas, so it might have changed Dallas's uh, play calling up a little bit because of those long drives. Uh, who who knows how they felt really? But that's a very on, interesting stat. Forty one minutes. That's honestly, I just decided to look into Denver's running backs after that little tidbit they, you uh, gave us. Dominated. Uh, I'm just amazed at the amount of touches the running backs got. Melvin Gordon had 23 touches, and Javante Williams had 17 touches. That's crazy. Yeah, that is insane. That is the most touches those running backs have had, period, all year. I I would love if we could see that consistently out of Denver. I would like to see Javante Williams get more of the ball carries, but, you know, that's Agreed. But they love Melvin Gordon for some reason. I mean, Melvin Gordon hasn't been bad, though. That's the thing. Like, no, he's, he's not. He's been pretty solid this year. And they're paying him, like, they're not paying him a great amount. They are still paying him, paying him, you know, a decent amount. So, um, yeah, but I mean, the way I look at it, they do need to start investing in their future at some point. Oh, for sure. 
and I don't think it's Gordon by a long shot. Not at all. I agree. But uh, we're officially talking about the wrong game, so why don't we move on? (laughs) Yep, officially. Let's go into the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a a 10.5-point favorite, and the over and under is 47.5. Dylan, start us off on the Jacksonville side. I think we're getting um, James Robinson back this week. Yeah, he should play, which is great for my fantasy team because I was starting to hurt on running backs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind James Robinson, but I do think uh, Jacksonville plays from behind a good bit, and it's going to take away from Robinson. Uh, I don't mind taking shots on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Any defense is known to give up some points, so 100% can get behind that. I don't mind a Marvin James Jr. or a Chenault or Jamal Agnew. They all get decent targets, and they all have pretty good upside. Yeah. My favorite play actually is going to come from the tight end side of this, and it's Dan Arnold. He has become Trevor Lawrence's favorite target out of nowhere the last couple weeks. I mean, not really out of nowhere. We knew Dan Arnold Arnold was capable, but he's seen the most targets the last two weeks. So his price tag only 5,100. I think he's probably my favorite tight end play of the entire slate, like point-to-value-wise. Um. His target share when he's on the field is at oh, just a little over 25%. So I really like Dan Arnold this week, especially against the Colts, who um, are not great against tight ends. They're pretty solid, but, again, not great. Actually, they're terrible against tight ends. I was looking at the other side. Yeah, they're, they're second worst. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% get behind Dan Arnold. My problem with the Jacksonville receivers is you never know from the receiver part. You never know which one it's going to be. I agree, but when they're cheaper like these guys are, that makes me more inclined to take those shots. It's not like I'm, DK Metcalf is going to rock it. You can. I mean, he gets consistent targets. And some games he's gotten ridiculous amount of targets. Against Seattle, he had 12. Yeah, if you guys are looking at box scores, you know, at home, you don't want to look up against Buffalo, even though Jacksonville won. You don't want to look at that box score because Buffalo's defense is still really good. Like, it's amazing. Go to the other, go to the other games. Buffalo's defense is just ridiculous. I can't, I mean, I can't believe Jacksonville actually won that game, to be honest with you. That's very sickening. It's one of the biggest upsets this year by a lot. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm with you, Dylan, on the Trevor Lawrence take. Um, Colts' defense has actually been doing good against the run, and James Robinson's coming back from an injury. I wouldn't trust that as much. And, again, I agree with you guys. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I mean, uh, we thought Buffalo was going to be a blowout. Maybe Jacksonville's turning the corner. Who knows? But I uh, – there's two players I like. Three, three guys I like really like from this game that – I would totally get behind that. It's on the other side of the ball. Oh, yeah. I love this team, the Colts. I absolutely love this team on both sides. Carson Wentz on DraftKings is just too cheap at only 5900 I mean, that's just way too cheap over there. 100%. And then he's, he's not getting the respect. No, he's not. And he's been amazing. He really oh, has. He's been, he's, one, he's been one of the most consistent um, quarterbacks this year. 
Yeah. And people, and people we were talking about him. Business. Go ahead. We were talking about him before the game. He's on, he's throwing 17 touchdowns to four interceptions this year. Yeah. To three interceptions. My bad. Okay. We lost you. Yeah, absolutely. He's been, we lost you. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Carson's been a stud this year, and we all said that there was a very good chance that would happen at the beginning of the year. Uh, he started a yeah. little slow because of the injury and the team being kind of injured, but Wentz has been just fantastic. Indy has a real shot, especially with uh, Tennessee losing Derrick Henry. I know they won last week, but I expect Tennessee to struggle a little bit, and Indy's really coming into their own and starting to play well. Yeah. The only thing that, that scares me with the receivers this week is T.Y. Hilton's back now. So I'm not as huge on Pittman or Pascal as I was heading into the week. Um, obviously, Pittman's still a great play. I mean, the dude's been a stud. But with T.Y. being back, it does hurt a little bit. I don't mind, you know, playing T.Y. I think if I'm going to play one of them this week, it's going to be T.Y. Only because of his price at 6K and the targets he's been getting when he plays. You know, he saw five targets in a game. He only played, like, not much. And so, uh, I like T.Y. for his price. I think he'll find the end zone this week. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I I think I'm just going to probably end up playing John Taylor from this side. But I think you'll need a couple pieces from this team this week for sure. I'm not sure, exactly sure where that's going to come from. But, um Again, T.Y. Hilton does hurt Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal. I really wish T.Y. was out. I think you're crazy. Why? Uh, because Pittman's only played two games with T.Y., and one of them he did really badly. And one of them he did fantastic. He had 15 targets, 10 receptions, two well, touchdowns. The 15 targets one that T.Y. got, that's the end T.Y. got hurt and left early. So I wouldn't yeah, really he left, that one. He left before so. halftime. Yeah, and he saw five targets before, in, in, like, one half. That's why I'm not – I don't mind taking Chuff on T.Y., but um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't mind taking shots on T.Y. either, but I still think Pittman's a great play. I, I think, think against this play, Jacksonville but... defense that has stepped up once. Yeah, but and especially his targets preparing just aren't there. Wins. Yeah, but his targets just aren't there. He's a – you know, he's touched – I think he's touched on dependent. I mean, we saw it seen – we saw 15 targets week eight, great. I mean, he really hasn't been seeing the targets. You know, he's been his... I mean, it definitely is inconsistent. His targets are definitely inconsistent. But more often than not, he's gotten a good amount of targets. Uh, oh, Personally, sure. I really like him this week. And I really yeah. like pairing him with Wentz. Wentz is my quarterback on both sides right now. Well, Wentz is my quarterback over on DraftKings right now. But um, I have a different quarterback on FanDuel. As of right now, that it could all change with news and shit. Um, but I, I think John Taylor, I still don't like his price. I don't think that 9400 price tag, I don't think he paid off. I mean, we've seen him paid off, yes, last week, but he's still not playing. That, he's only playing 70% of the snaps. Like, Naheem Hines is still playing fifty, almost 50% of the snaps, which makes zero sense to me. It really does. Um, maybe, I think, I don't know. I really want to be able to play John Taylor this week. Like, I do. It's just I don't know at 9,400, especially with another running back at that same price and then with how much value there is at the position. 
I just don't know if you can play a John Taylor this week. I mean, he's in my lineup right now. Um, but just by looking at you know, nine for some reason they think Wright loves just running Naheem Hines out there for half the snaps. So I don't know. I just I, I'm not a big fan of the price tag. You know, I he's only paid it off really once this year, and that was last game. And he's paid it off twice, I guess, three times against Houston and Baltimore. Um, but Jacksonville's been solid against the run. Um, they're actually in the top half of the league against the run. So, I don't know. I just don't think at that 9400 price tag, I can play a John Taylor this week. He's only playing like 65% of the snaps and really gets no work in the passing game. Yeah, I'm I'm behind you there. Um, why I like going with a Wentz and a Pittman so much is because I don't think the run game produces the way it has been produced this week. I think it's I'm more passive here. I th- I love playing Wentz, but I think I'm gonna end up running him naked. You know, he's got three receivers, and I don't want to pick between one of them because one of them could go off, and the other two would be shut down. Like, I don't know. I really think I'm gonna be running Wentz naked over on DraftKings. I mean that's fine. Uh, I'm will- in GPP. I'm completely willing to take shot on Pittman or Ty oh, for sure. that matter. Pittman, Pittman has been saying he's been Wentz's most reliable target. I just need to see more targets from him. You know, I I, yeah. I have him on my season long team. I love what Pittman is doing. Absolutely love it. He's like top ten wide receiver in so far this season. So I love it. I just think there's better like in for cash. Obviously. I think they're just safer wide receiver plays, especially one we'll talk about. Oh, there's time. definitely safer ones. I agree. Pittman's more definitely a boomer bust type player, and I'm counting on the boom this week. For sure. What do you think, Size? I love uh, Carson Wentz. I love Jonathan Taylor. I wouldn't be mad if he played a Michael Pittman. I wouldn't be mad if you skipped Michael Pittman and went to Zach Pascal. Wouldn't be mad if you went all the way down to uh, T.Y. Hilton. I wouldn't call you dumb. Those are all decent plays. All the but, way down. Uh, T.Y. is more expensive than Pasco. Well, you know, I mean, from 72, I was looking at Pittman 7,200 down to T.Y. Hilton 6,000. Because um, you're not going to play, you're only going to play one. You're not going to play two of these guys. Mm-hmm. This is this is not the Buffalo Bills where you can play I mean, Jason Emmanuel teams. Sanders. Yeah, you could. But. I uh I do like I do like Carson Wentz's price. Uh, he definitely is not getting the respect he deserves this year. Uh, this would be one of the good times to play him because he does have tougher matchups later on. But and there's a quarterback at that at his same price who people like to just throw in because of his name. So I think he'll come in at lower own this week on Fanduel. Well, I wouldn't play that guy because that guy's coming off injury. But, oh, for sure. But people will plug and, but, him in because of his name. Oh, people will plug him in because of name, and plus you'll never see him at that price again. That just is what it yeah. is. Uh, but, no, you'll uh, see him at that price again next week <laughs> because he's not going to do good this week. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't mind it. Green Bay is not good on defense. So, I mean, I don't know about it later. You should tell that to the Kansas City Chiefs last week. But, Dude, uh, they, Mahomes is like – Doing TikTok or something. I have an idea, but I, I'm with you. There's a running back at 9,400 I'd rather play than Jonathan Taylor just because of how much more activity he sees versus how much Jonathan Taylor sees. Um, exactly. And, and he, I, I think Detroit's a worst rush defense or oh, sure. worst defense all around. But exactly. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll play either one of those guys, to be honest Ooh. with you. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. As we're getting spicy. 
Yeah, we're getting spicy. Uh, you could definitely go away from those two if you really wanted to. There are definitely good plays. Uh, great plays. Well, there's some news that came out. Like, if you wanted to pay, if you wanted to have a more balanced team, we'll get into those teams later. So we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and move it all along so we don't break everything out here at once. We're going to go to uh, Brian's second favorite team, the Cleveland Browns traveling to the New England Patriots. Uh, well, actually, Cleveland my third Brown. favorite team. <laughs> Cleveland Browns, uh, this game is over 45. New England is uh, minus two. Just a couple side notes here. There's no Felton, no Chubb. There might not be a Damian Wait, Harris. Chubb's doesn't look good. Huh? Chubb's ruled out for sure. 100%. Yeah, him and Felton. Yep, him and Felton's ruled out 100%. Chubb's on my team. On my fantasy team, trust me, I was very I upset when I found that. I there's still a chance he could be ready. For no, that, uh, the um, coach came out and said they're out. Him and Felton's out. Oh, great. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's from like, that, Yeah, so when I was talking about you don't have to do the 9,400, does that change your opinion a little bit? No, because I have – I already had this running back in my lineup with um, one of the 94. Anyway, what, 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 about, what about the other side, Ryan? Did you know that um, – Damian Harris might not play. Stevenson, both might well, not Mondre play. Well, Stevenson, they said they, he looks better than Damian Harris to play. But if both of those are out, I mean, who do you go with? Brandon Bolden or fucking J.J. Taylor? Sure. Brandon Bolden, 100%. Brandon Bolden. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what Bill Belichick does. But we'll start on Cleveland. We'll start on your third favorite team, Brian Cleveland. Yes. Are we playing Baker this week? Mm, I mean, you can. I just wouldn't do it against New England. Uh, Baker didn't even do bad for his price last week. He had about 17 FanDuel points. So he, well, disrespecting his fucking goat without Odell. Anyway, um, I I don't mind. It's probably just Dearness Johnson for me from this team. Uh, they love running the f- football. Uh, and New England's secondary back seven is just so fucking good. I hate targeting them in the passing game any given week. So. I don't know. Jarvis Landry really sold the bag last week, but he's like 90% owned. Uh, I didn't really get why he wasn't getting any targets. Um, but Baker spread it around on his 21 pass attempts last week, so that's probably why. And they didn't need to throw the football because just fucking they shit on Cleveland or Cincinnati. So I don't mind going back to Jarvis. He got priced up, rightfully so, because Odell's not there anymore, and they knew it. So, but I, I would just play Dearness from this team, and you just got to lock and load Dearness. It's not even a question. He'll be 100% in it, and that's great chalk to eat. Yeah, I agree. Dearness is a stud. Uh, only Cleveland would have three starting-level running backs. I would say even four. Felton look, looks great out there whenever he's out there. Yeah, I agree. They just don't use him a lot. Yeah. Well, they, they have, you guys, have you guys looked at the other side of the ball? They got like four too that they use. That's gotten multiple touchdown games. Right, they're games. not great. It's just they're not. They're they're not Chubb Johnson. Uh, I would Hunt. take and I would take Dearness Johnson or Damian Harris if I was New England. Like, oh yeah, but you know, I'm just I'm just saying. Damian Harris has had his peaks where we I, I played Damian Harris in Vandal. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sad when your most when your top player on your team is a sixty five hundred quarterback, and that's like the most expensive player on your entire team. Um, but anyway, I don't mind Mac Jones this week. We've seen Cleveland just be absolutely trash to um, against quarterbacks so far this year. Um, but 
they have defense the last couple weeks, so I don't like really anyone from this New England side. Um, but one guy I do like, and he's in my lineup right now, actually, is uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, I mean, at 5,500, he's just too cheap for the amount of targets he gets every given week. Like, last week was – but they didn't really have great targets, but, I mean, Matt Jones only threw the ball 18 times. So, I doubt he throws that little again, especially if Dean and Harris misses. He'll be throwing a shit ton because, I mean – if, if Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson both miss, you have to play Brandon Bolden and, and everything, um, mostly DraftKings. Uh, just with, you know, PPR being on DraftKings, he already dumps it down to Bolden about, you know, four to six times a game. So without those two being in, in the game, I mean, Brandon Bolden's usage is going to be way up. Uh, so I love Brandon Bolden if both miss. I also love Jacoby Myers' price tag on FanDuel at 5500 Um just because he's the number one guy, and, and people are going to go look at the box score and see that he had one point. Like, who cares? He still had over 20% of the target share last week. It's because Matt Jones only threw 18 times. They're going to be down in this game. They're going to need to throw the football. Um, Jacoby Myers, love him at 5,500. They are favored to win. And I don't get that. Cleveland, I would hammer the over. What's that? Or hammer That's the, the reason they're favored. That's the reason they're favored. That's fine. It's a 1 p.m. game. Home field advantage doesn't mean shit unless it's Seattle during a day game. Hey, Arrowhead gets pretty loud. I guess. Just, you know. That's not that. Arrowhead really hasn't. Uh, Ryan, we'll skip over that. They're not on the slate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's probably just Brandon Bolden and. I actually love taking GPP Dart on. Um, Hunter Henry. I mean, he's still so cheap at 5,400. He is legit Mac Jones's favorite target in the red zone. They'll get to the five-yard line, and they'll run four straight plays to Hunter Henry. And if it fails, so what? They got Nick Folk coming to get the field goal. He isn't going to get you many receptions, but once they get down to the goal line, especially if Damian Harris is out, you could get just a value with two catches with him scoring one of him scoring a touchdown. So keep taking shots on Hunter Henry because the dude will keep scoring. I mean, Matt Jones yeah, just feeds him the ball in the red zone. I agree with that. He's got a touchdown literally five out of the last six weeks. And the one game he didn't, Mac Jones legit had like eight incomplete passes to him in the red zone. So, yeah. Love Hunter Henry at his price. Just, you know, obviously GPP play, but. All right. I think we're ready to move on. Yeah. Yep. Me and Dylan was talking about that, and uh, I told him about Mac Jones too. So we are on the same page on that, Ryan, for sure. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Cleveland defense, although they did look really good last week. But yeah. they, they definitely seem to be getting it together. That's right. I played Joe Burrow for the first time this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That didn't work they, very well. No, I did not. I will say I wouldn't play Baker Mayfield because Bill Belichick doesn't make any quarterback look good, and he makes but, every quarterback look really bad. Jamar Chase dropped this 62-yard touchdown like it went right through his hand, so that really screwed me. Um, Game yeah. changer. Now yeah. let's talk about the most disappointing team last week. The Buffalo Bills is going to New York. Uh, they're favored by 12 points, even though they just lost to Jacksonville. Rightfully so, they should be favored. And the over and under on this is 47.5. Dylan, where we start now on Buffalo? Um, I think my favorite play this week is uh, 
Josh Allen's favorite target is back. We have Dawson Knox back this week. I love, I love Knox. Uh, he's one of Allen's favorite targets. He's been extremely reliable before he got hurt. I mean, I could see him having a just fantastic first week back, especially against this Jets defense. And I mean, sure. as is usually, as is usually the case with Buffalo, you can take shots on pretty much everybody. I love Josh Allen uh, this week. I, he might be my cash game quarterback, and I'm gonna. And it's gonna sound so stupid, but I don't think he's gonna be that high on this week. I really because don't. Of price. Not even because it's because of what he, Jacksonville just did to him. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen again. He's not gonna have two bad weeks in a row, and you know they don't run the football even when they're up thirty. Like, this yeah. is one team that just continues to throw it down your throat. So, I love Josh Allen. I might run him naked just because of, you know, how much value there is at tight end. I, I love Dawson Knox. I do. It's just there's so much value at tight end this week. I just, I mean, I might play him, but I like, you know, someone weird. I like Dan Arnold better. I'll say that. So, and Pat Freer moves. We haven't gotten there yet, though. Um, but I like Cole Beasley. He's probably my favorite wide receiver just because of the targets he's been getting. And he's the cheapest one. So, um, I like Cole Beasley and his price. I'm not a fan of Stephon Diggs at 7900 Um He really hasn't been paying off that price tag. He said, like, I don't know why he's up that high. No, I don't either. I, I don't mind Emmanuel Sanders. His target was last week. Um, so, yeah, I like the two lower on got the two lower guys, Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, and Dawson Knox over. Um, Stephon Diggs. But I might run Josh Allen naked just because I don't want to pick and choose one. I mean, I really also don't mind Singletary if uh, Moss misses. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but at six at six thousand though, you can go um, cheaper at uh, Darius Johnson and uh, uh, the Bolden plays, or even Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, and I like some of that. That's what I. That's what I like about not a little more expensive. He's probably mid more expensive, but I I love a guy we'll talk about later that actually Dylan made uh, Al Hefe in our chat play him over. Well, he knows what I'm talking about, probably. Hey, you agreed that you liked Gaskin. I did agree. Help with that. I liked him. I did like Gaskin. And I like Mike Gusecki. Mike Gusecki is my favorite player. The dude saw the most targets but didn't have one catch. It made no sense. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep, it happens. Unfortunately, Miami sucked and still won somehow. <laughs> I mean, Tua should have been the starter. They, they really... We lost you. Am I good? Yeah, you're good. I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, they legit benched two of this week because they thought, oh, Jacoby Brissett beat Houston. Oh, you got to play him against anyone who wouldn't beat Houston. My dog can go and fucking beat Houston. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know. I hate Miami targeting them for DFS at anything because they do. do they just complete. I just don't like how they completely change what they're doing week to week. They don't use Gaskin nowhere near enough. They don't use. Uh, they're not consistent with their quarterback. consistent targets every week. Play Waddle. Oh, if Waddle. if you know that two is going to start, I agree. Well, even without Tua, while still seeing the most targets on the team. 
I, well, I agree with Waddle, but I mean, Waddle's definitely I hate, a valuable I, one to a place, though. Oh, for sure. Well, I just hate playing a wide receiver who doesn't know who his quarterback's going to be week to week. I love targeting Miami. I, again, when I say targeting teams, I, I don't like the running back. Like, that's usually when I don't like running backs on a team. They have three solid receivers. Like, I love targeting Buffalo because they have four guys that are great. Like, three great receivers and a great fucking tight end. And I don't ever target the running back. Like, really, really. You know, you can say the same thing about Tampa, except I love their running back, too. Like, you can target that entire offense for Tampa. Like, there's just teams that I love to target, and Miami is one of them, especially when Devontae Parker's healthy. Oh, my God, I love targeting Miami because they're so cheap. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Waddle. I don't mind Parker, but I just don't like the fact that they – I mean, Gusecki's my fantasy quarter – or my fantasy tight end right now. Yeah. I'm super upset that I started him, but I mean, well, it just sucks for all those players. Targets. Yeah, he didn't one. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't, I don't like playing wide receivers who don't know who their quarterback's going to be day in and day out. They don't have any chemistry built because for some reason they think, oh, hey, to his fingers hurt, but he's healthy enough to play. We're just not going to start him. Yeah. I get it. On for sure. On the other side of the ball, are we in agreement? We're not targeting Buffalo's defense. Yes. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Even with the great Mike White back, we're not targeting Buffalo's defense. I mean, that's, oh. I, I would love to see Mike White go out there and throw three touchdowns, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, not against not against Buffalo. No, I don't think so. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to uh, Brian's first favorite team. Uh, it's the Detroit Lions traveling to Dillon's Pittsburgh Steelers. So we'll let you guys, you know, do your own game. Uh, Detroit, for you, Ryan? Um, Who's winning the game, Ryan? Who do you think is winning the game? The refs. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's every week for Detroit. No matter how bad they are, it's just going to be 50 flags on us, so. I wouldn't target anyone on this offense because DeAndre still still have a nice run, and then he'll get called back for holding. You know, even though there's holding on every play, they always call in the lines and they're going to do something good. Um, I think they're just going to get rid of the holding penalty unless it's super obvious because refs can just – there's holding on every play. Like, everyone's holding, and you can call it whenever because it is everyone's holding. It's just a thing in the NFL. But refs decide when to call it. That's the problem. They just, you know – they put money on the game. They can change it with a couple holding calls. I wish we had a mute button. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying it's true. Just everyone knows it in the NFL. I'm not saying it's just the Lions. Like, yeah, every, everyone hurts. And the refs, I just don't like how they put it in the refs' hands. They need robo refs. Anyway, uh, it's probably just TJ Hawkinson or Buster me from this team. Uh, I mean, he's seen 10 plus targets and, um, Pittsburgh hasn't been great against the tight ends the last couple of weeks. They just got shit on Michael Komet, so it's probably just Hawkinson for me, but I wouldn't target anyone else on this team. Unless you're going to hear Josh Reynolds is going to play 100 like normal workload. I doubt he does this week because he just got claimed, but him and Goff have great chemistry, and he was a great number three for Goff in L.A., so I like Josh Reynolds for future weeks, but just this week it's probably Hawkinson for me. Yeah, I, I'm in Kind of agrees with you there. I I don't target Pittsburgh defense. If I can avoid it, 
Homer. They haven't been that great, though. They haven't been horrible. No, but they, they suck against tight ends. Like, they've been yeah. terrible against tight ends. I mean, how do you let Cole Komet go for, like, 7 and 80? I mean, that's fine, but I, I'm not going to play TJ and let him go 7 for 80 because that's not going to be enough for that 6,500 price tag. No, but, I mean, it's only I can target on this team, and I wouldn't hate you for targeting him because he could score and get 7 for 80 and score. Because, I mean, Cole Komet's not a red zone target. He's small for a tight end. Yeah. Uh, there's better tight end plays, in my opinion. I'd rather play. Oh, for sure. No, no doubt there is, but I'm just saying you can take Josh Robinson. I'm shocked that the Steelers are five and three. To be honest with you, I mean, it, I, I I don't get it. I mean, their quarterback throws five five yards past. I mean, I haven't even seen him throw a fucking ball fifty yards yet this year. He's thrown deep ball a good bit more than has last he, year. Has he has he completed it? Yeah, a couple he times. threw one to James. He threw one to James Washington in the last game. I thought that was all James Washington. I was playing. No, I was playing one. Was it? I thought he hit him and tried because I was playing against Deontay Johnson. Because I saw a tweet where saying, "Oh wow, James Washington just bailed out big gun." Someone like that. I don't know when it was. No, yeah, yeah, a different play. Yeah, that was all. That was all bad. That was. A, Probably his well, best pass of the day. Sucks. I'd rather have Jared Goff in my quarterback than Big Ben, but I'd rather have Pittsburgh's uh, offense. About that. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's skill players are great, but we're missing a few of them this week. Claypool's out? Yep. yep. Oh, that makes me, like, Freermuth, but I don't like that Ebron's back. Yeah, I agree. You'll play Freermuth, and he'll get ten times the targets that Ebron gets, but Ebron will catch the touchdown. So I wouldn't try Deontay Johnson. I don't know how Detroit's still ranked fucking top, like top five in the league against wide receivers, but uh, I don't either. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say what we're all thinking. Najee Harris is gonna just go bonkers this game. The last time we saw him in a similar situation to this, he got 19 targets on top yeah. of what he got rushing. Yeah, for sure. I think you can play Najee and Deontay this week and feel pretty comfortable with that. That's yeah, what I'd rather I play agree. over JT is Najee Harris. Well, yeah, that price. Absolutely. I, 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 I have both of my lineup currently, but it's going to change for sure. Yeah. Not, Najee is without a doubt the best running back on the slate. Absolutely. Uh, but there's no way around that. Sure. He's going to come in super chalky. And like Ryan said earlier, it's, it's good chalk. You want to eat it 100%. I think, I mean, I, I do think he's going to be super high owned. I think people play John and Taylor. Uh, I think he comes in higher owned. I would love that because I think so Najee scores a lot more than Taylor does. For sure. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to say this, you know, usually rookie running backs in fantasy, you know, aren't like going to be top in the league price wise, like for FanDuel ever. But, you know, it's not really Najee's skill set. That has him there. It's just the fact that Big Ben is a check down quarterback. That's what helps I mean, him the most. Najee's like, skill set is pretty good, too. He hasn't Dude been looks good. good. I know, but he hasn't been very great running the football. Like, he's had a couple nice runs here and there, but he hasn't looked like, you know, like a Zeke Elliott or like a Delvin Cook or, you know, the I mean, he's, he's not going to look like any of those with this line that we have, the fact that oh, he's still sure. producing the rate he is with our offensive line up because he's things. a PPR machine. And I don't know why he's so cheap on DraftKings. Like he's like, I think he's cheaper than Delvin Cook. Is no, no, but I think he's a third cheaper, our third most expensive. 
third or fourth. I, I think Delvin's actually more expensive than him over there. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Najee, I mean, Deontay. I don't mind James Washington either. I just wish I would see more targets out of him from a game-to-game basis. Yeah, I'm you really surprised. Go. You can't go Washington. I'm super surprised at how few targets he has gotten since uh, Juju got hurt, which actually leads me to uh, you can take shots on him or Ray Ray McLeod. Either one of them could end up getting the Claypool targets. Yeah, for sure. Well, it goes back to what Ryan was saying. Like, Big Ben is not the downfield passer anymore, and James Washington, that's what he is. He's a downfield runner. He gets open deep, and that's just not Big Ben's game anymore. I mean, you know, he's like like 37, 38 years old or whatever, however old he is. He's been in the league a long time. He just He's just not that same quarterback, and Najee definitely benefits from that. Deontay Johnson benefits from that. Like, it's just is what it is. Ben's just not Ben's not Ben. Ben will definitely accomplish more than Jared Goff will ever accomplish, but still, he's not. But Ben's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. For sure. Not 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 like worse as in like interceptions, but like throwing the ball down the field. He's he's just not there. No, but he's been looking better. He started out the season really bad, and he's uh he's improved a little bit. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. Uh, but I mean, you can't look much worse than he looked at the beginning of the season. I also think it has a lot to do with the offensive line because the offensive line is slowly getting better as the season progresses. Absolutely. All right. Are we done talking about the Tula Bowl? Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's go to a more interesting game. We got the New Orleans Saints traveling to the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm not a fan of the scene at all. It's it's a more attractive game to watch, though. Like, two teams, like mm. one team that lost their quarterback, another team that's lost their um, uh, running back. They're fucking like 70% of their offense, and they're both still winning. Um, right now, um, Tennessee's favored by three. I'm thinking that's just because it's at home, and it's 44 and a half. Oh, and because Elvin Clara is not playing. Mm-hmm. So you like anything on this side of New Orleans? No. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. You know, you, you, you don't like. You don't think you can take shots on Mark Ingram? No, Tennessee's been very solid against the run, like really good. Like their D line is good. They're, the thing they've been terrible in is their passing defense, but you can't take anyone in the freaking New Orleans passing game. They have, like, eight guys that play. I mean, I agree, but Mark Mark Ingram's workload is going to be absolutely ridiculous. It was good with Kamara. I mean, I guess. I, I just I don't like targeting Tennessee's defense running-wise. I don't either, but, I mean, I, I he's not in my lineup right now, but I think Ingram could legitimately get 30 touches this week. For sure. I mean, yeah, I just like I like better options. You said that. Yeah, right I now I know. right now I like Dearness Johnson more than him, but I still think Ingram's a good, good Oh, play. you cannot just play because of the amount of touches in Dearness. If you're if you're like debating one v two, unless you really, I I don't even think you can fade him in GPPs to get different. I mean, Dearness at that price is, and how I they think use you can play both. You can play both. I'm saying, like, if you're debating, oh, you want to get off the Ernest talk, do not get off the Ernest talk. It's like Andre Drummond at 5,500 when Embiid's out. 
it's just chalk you got to eat because that dude is like, Dearness is legit going to go off at that price. New England hasn't been the greatest against the run, and he gets worked out of the passing game. I mean, you just got to eat that Dearness Johnson chalk at that price. And I don't think you can get different. I really don't because he, you just got to eat the Dearness Johnson chalk. It's like Andre Drummond in NBA with them beat out. That's just my comparison. While I agree with Dearness Johnson, I, I, I 100% think you can take shots on Mark Ingram, especially in GPPs. Uh, anybody that's 5,500 that's going to get as many touches as he's going to get, even in bad matchups, is worth a shot. Oh, for sure. 100%. I, I just like, you know, for cash, better options. But I agree with you, 100%. And I also agree with the wide receivers. I, I, I mean... They have a bottom of the barrel bunch. Any single one of them could do fantastic or horrible. That's why they're all sim- similarly priced. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd feel better about taking a shot on one of them if Winston was the quarterback, but obviously he's not. Yeah. yeah. The only one I would, I guess. If I had a choice, if you made me choose between the receivers, I'd go Deontay Harris because he's seen more targets. But I wouldn't feel good about it. Yep, I agree. And um, the only thing, the one thing I do like about Mark Ingram though, is I don't think they would bring in Taysom Hill for Mark Ingram for the goal line. Like I still, I think Mark Ingram gets those goal line carries. I was really surprised at how little they used Taysom last week. Uh, he was coming back from injury, uh, so I don't know. But I, I agree with Dylan. If you want it to be different, you can go Mark Ingram. If you really want it to, you can go Mark Ingram, Deont- uh, Dearness Johnson, and that's your two running backs, 5,400, 5,500. And, you know, not many people is going to have Mark Ingram as their running back. Yeah, especially if you wanted to get up to a Josh Allen and Najee Harris, Stephon Diggs. Right. You can put Mark Ingram as your flex. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I wouldn't be mad at it. Now, um, what about the but others? I'll oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I will say, the reason I'm not playing Ingram is because I like Tennessee's defense this week. Yeah, that's my defense right now. Mine too. Remember, remember last week when you guys laughed at my defense I had in? Who was it? I don't need Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, you guys. I think Dylan put a throw-up emoji in there. I don't think that's one anything. Well, no, no, no. Oh. It was Dylan. It was Dylan. I'm my apologies. Yeah, it, it was definitely Dylan. was. He, he did the vomit, the throw-up emoji, <laughs> and they was they was one of for their value. It was one of the best defenses. I mean, to be fair, at the end, they would have had a lot more points. To be fair, I really didn't expect them to just not use Aaron Jones at all and decide they were going to have Jordan Love pass the ball way more than he should have. Hey, I said on the podcast, it's going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to score a lot of points or they're going to have trouble scoring. Like, because, I mean, it really was. Obviously, those are the only two ways it can go. You're either going to score or you're going to have trouble. (laughs) No, I mean, I think it was going to score a lot of points or score, like, no points. Like, I didn't think it was going to be, like, the middle of the pack kind of game. 
And at 3,300, I said it on the podcast. I said a sneaky defense is Kansas City. I mean, I mean, in Green Bay situation last week, their best option in the world was to use Aaron Jones as much as they could. And they only used him. They only gave him 12 rushes and two targets. Why they didn't use him more against a Kansas City defense that's extremely weak against the run, I, I have no clue. And if uh, <clears throat> if Aaron Rodgers does not pass the test on Saturday or whatever that he's got to do Saturday, and Jordan Love's back in there, I'd rather go a Seattle defense than um, the Tennessee defense. Oh, I agree with that. It's only $100 more. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I ate. Hey, Bud Dupree's healthy. This Tennessee's defenses look really, really good, to be honest. On the other side of the ball, though, there is one area that you can attack on New Orleans that has not been good. A.J. Brown. I do love me some A.J. Brown. I think you play him over. If you're if you're gonna go up to Stephon Diggs, don't play him. I mean, play AJ Brown instead of him this way. I mean, like there's better plays than paying up that wide receiver this week. I love AJ Brown's price. Not really his price instead. I, I still think it's a little up there. Um, but I mean he's seen a forty percent target share. And he's seen over thirty percent in the last three weeks. Uh, I think I I don't know. I just love AJ Brown um this week for sure. Especially without Derrick Henry, he just becomes a fucking much better play. So I mean, I understand it to a point, but I like it less if uh, Julio's out because I think the defense just swarms AJ at that point. Oh, for sure, if Julio's out, hundred percent. I, I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to end up with AJ at all. But um, I, I love AJ this week, and he's a player I'm not going to have probably, but I wish I did. Yeah, if uh, if, AJ, if uh, Julio's in, I think uh, um, what's his face, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, he covers Julio instead of AJ. Lattimore well, hasn't been good this year, though. He's been all right. I mean, he did allow a t- he did allow one touchdown to Mike Evans. Like they got history. Yeah, he's not been bad, but their their secondary has been really weak this year. But their their run game, you can't run against them. So I wouldn't take. I just AP. hate targeting Lattimore. I really do. It's the same thing as Xavier Howard. Like the Dolphins have been ranked thirty second, like legit dead last. I hate targeting number one receivers against them. Like, Brandon Cooks didn't do shit against Xavier Howard. Stephon Diggs didn't do shit against Xavier Howard. This week, could they just play? Marquise Brown played on Thursday. Didn't really do much. I don't even think he was on Brown. I think they played zone. He stood out fast. Marquise is, Marquise is not really a uh, true number one receiver, in my opinion. I think Bateman's better than him. I definitely agree. He's better than him. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Hollywood Brown, to be honest. I, I think he's like Tyreek. It's just he needs a Mahomes type of guy to throw to him, not Lamar, who, you know. Lamar can still chuck it. It's just, it's not the same. Lamar's actually more accurate in his deep passes than he is in his mid and short range passes, which makes no sense. Do you, uh, so, do you like anybody Watt on that? a touchdown, but he didn't want to put his body on the line for the team. Yeah. yeah I don't think, I think he lost the ball. No, he just didn't want it to go for us. And then he got stripped and he, he, he went for a touchdown. I, I, I don't blame him. He would have fucking went full speed into that thing if he went for the catch. So I don't, I don't blame him. But if, if if Julio doesn't play, I don't want anybody on this team. If 
Julio plays, I like taking shots at AJ. I mean, you can take shots on a guy, um, like, um, where is he? Westbrook Geoff, time. Geoff Swine. I mean, he's scored a touchdown the last two weeks, so, you know, at 4,500, just go for a touchdown, and boom, Don't mind taking shots on him if you're confused. Yeah, I don't mind it either. Not my favorite play, but it's not bad. No. All right, I think we're going to move on to the game where my, one of my favorite running backs is on. Tampa Bay and Washington? Yep. Go ahead. I absolutely love Leonard Fournette this week. Just love him. I, I This is what I mean. Like, I'm playing Dearness over Mark Ingram, and this is where I think I was saying, you know, I don't know if I can play too much value at running back this week just because I love – I mean, fade Najee, can't fade Dearness. And, and I'm going to say this. I don't think you can fade Leonard Fournette this week. Um, You know, yeah. it's been – you know, that's, it, it's all right. You can say that all you want. But I think Tampa Bay just dominates this game, especially without, you know, A.B. and Gronk again this week. Um, um Without A.B. Gronk and probably Godwin. Yeah, I mean, you. I, I'm going to probably lock in Mike Evans for sure this week um, if Godwin misses. I mean, I don't think you can't play Evans if Godwin misses. Um, but Leonard Fournette has been seeing a shit ton of work in the passing game more than he usually has. And on a four-week stretch from from October 3rd till October 24th, the dude had over 15 FanDuel points each game. At 7,400, I mean, I absolutely love it. Washington isn't great on defense at all. Um. You know, I'm not scared of attacking the running against them, especially if they're going to be up a shit ton. And it's working the passing game. I think Leonard Fournette scores two touchdowns this week, um, and he has over 50 rushing yards and 50 or and 35 receiving yards. I think he scores over 20 FanDuel points this week. I absolutely love Leonard Fournette in this matchup, especially if Godwin's out. I think you have to play Evans. Again, I guess you don't really have to play Fournette, but you have to play Evans if Godwin misses. There's just no way around it. With, with yeah, how bad uh, Washington is, they don't have a guy that, even if they, you know, focus him, their secondary is so garbage. Yeah, it's completely different than the situation with Brown. I, I respect t- New Orleans' defense to a point. I don't respect Washington's defense at all this year. And if Evans is the only guy, then Evans is going to have a just ridiculous amount of targets and at least one touchdown, if not more. One guy I do really like, though, um, on this team, if everyone misses, um, is OJ Howard. Yeah. I think at, um, 4,600, he's been seeing a shit ton of targets. I mean, not really a shit ton, but he's been seeing a decent amount of targets with, you know, Gavin playing. I think without him playing, we saw him have a really good week. I also like Tyler Johnson. He saw a lot of targets last game. Um, I think that will go up, especially if Gavin misses and if Miller doesn't get activated, so. Love Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. Love Tom Brady this week. Tom Brady could be fucking good with Cyril Grayson as his number two. Like, he'll just chuck it all day. And so, I don't mind Tom Brady, and I love Evans and Fournette this week. I think I'm going to end up with Fournette and Evans in my lineup. And we saw Millie Maker win with the Henderson-Cup combo. So, I mean, it works. Especially the team that puts up 50 points a game. 
Yeah, I think I agree. Tampa Bay just dominate this matchup. You can play Brady, Evans, Fournette. Hell, you could probably even throw OJ in there if God misses altogether and still be fine. Yeah. They could literally all have one or more touchdowns. For sure. And with the work Fortnite's getting in the passing game, you could get a receiving touchdown from him too. Um, but his usage was just so high before that New Orleans game, but they were down a shit ton to New Orleans before half. So his workload really decreased just because of how the game went. But I think I just don't see a single way Washington takes a lead in this game. But crazy things have happened, like Jacksonville. Definitely did not see that coming last week. Yeah. Uh, another guy another guy that we need to talk about if Godwin misses is uh, Gio Bernard. That's so disgusting. It is, but uh, you you can't tell me that you couldn't see him score a touchdown. He definitely could score a touchdown. You're right. I, I just I don't know if you can go that low at running back with already how much value there is. I mean, you can, especially in GPPs. Oh, for sure. You can go yeah, if Godwin GPPs, misses... Really. If Godwin misses, I could see Bernard having like five to ten targets. You're gonna need him to score on FanDuel, though. Oh yeah, you you do, but I mean in GPPs you're taking a shot on it. Yeah. What do you think, size? I think uh, Ryan should have stayed asleep. That's not very nice, size. <laughs> I mean, I get the whole Leonard for that thing. I get it, but at seventy four hundred dollars, it just that's just ugh to me. But I mean, I get everything you're saying. Trust me, he gets the targets. He's been looking good. I'll give you all that. But he's still only getting sixty percent of the snaps. I don't care. Seventy four hundred. But, but this week at seventy four hundred. Like God, if Godwin's out, yeah, he makes a lot more sense. He'll get a lot more work out of the backfield. He'll catch a lot more balls, whatever. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I, this is not this is not me hating on your Baker take, which is you know you've had some worse takes. Let's just say that. For sure. But I mean, dude, at the beginning of the season, if you said ba- uh, Leonard Fournette was seventy four hundred at any point, you'd be like, hold oh, no, up, now. At any point in the beginning of the season, do you think Cooper Cup was gonna be ninety five hundred? I would have believed that before Leonard Fournette seventy four hundred. I mean, Cooper Cup to begin the year was what like five k. So who's Leonard Fournette and Dearness Johnson and Najee Harris. And you're going to pair Mike Evans up with who? Who is your quarterback? Tom Brady. Uh, Josh Allen. Oh. How are you paying up for all this? I mean, I have a lineup right now with Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and I also have Jonathan Taylor and. Najee Harris. Like, I make things work size, if you didn't know. All right, real quick, just to point out to you guys, uh, we got to keep an eye on Scotty Miller, too, because he could uh, play this week. For sure. Uh, I think he could play seems- with Tom Brady almost any week. I feel like he's matchup proof. It doesn't really matter who he plays, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter his receivers. Ryan touched on that. Um, I mean, dude threw like a 50-yard bomb to some fucking bum. I thought he was in um, Con Air movie, Cyrus, the virus, or whatever that dude's name was in Con Air. But if I'm take if I'm if it's if it's me though, 
as far as O.J. Howard. I'm taking Cameron Brake. Cameron brake has been the more consistent as far as targets. Like He's gotten four the past three games, and he's $100 cheaper. Like I get O.J. Howard's the you know more of the uh, red zone threat with Gronk out, but I'd rather go Cameron Brady. I think Brady likes him a little bit more, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't like Leonard Fournette at 7,400, though. I don't care what the stats say. I know. You're just a hater. I'm not a hater. He he just plays 60% of the snaps. Like, Geo comes in for some of the pass plays. John Taylor plays 69% of the snaps. He's at 95. It doesn't matter. Are you, are you comparing Jonathan Taylor to no, Leonard No, I'm comparing Fournette? the price of them. <laughs> I'm not I've, already said, I've already said I'm not playing Jonathan. I love Jonathan Taylor. I love Jonathan Taylor. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, Leonard Fournette is just <laughs> the most usage in almost the entire league in the red zone. Now with Derrick Henry on the shelf for the year. Like, no one gets more usage inside the five than Leonard Fournette. I mean, maybe Hunter Henry does. That's about it. I don't know. That 7,400 just makes me want to vomit. It's fine. It can make you vomit all you want. Just saying. I'd rather pay up 1100 bucks and pay a much better play. And again, I, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. I mean, we all, all right. Who do we like on Washington? We all got our different ways that we cut it, huh? For sure. I did not expect Leonard Fournette. I thought you were skipping a game, to be honest with you, when you said your favorite running back was on, on this next game. I love Leonard anyway, this week. Washington, me and Dylan was talking about this before the podcast. I think you can go Taylor Heineke. I think he always has upside. Tampa Bay's uh, pass defense is not that great. Obviously, Taylor Heineke has not produced in the games where he should produce that. But I wouldn't hate you for going Taylor Heineke in GPP Largeville tournaments and pairing him with Scary Terry, obviously. Logan Thomas is back, too. I like Logan Thomas. No, he's not. He's not coming back this week? Nope. Uh, still not ready. Dude, I saw he had soreness in his hamstring, and he's uh, most likely to play, and they just ruled him out today or something. Well, they never even activated him. He's uh, he says activated he's, on Sunday. Yeah, but Ron Rivera said he's just not ready to be put on the football field. Wow. Wow. Well, if Logan Thomas was to play, I would have liked Logan Thomas. Yeah, I mean, for me on this team, it'd be scary Terry or bust. Terry gets a very large uh, target share against this Tampa Bay secondary. I don't mind him. Oh, and they're gonna be—they should be passing the whole game. Oh yeah, because you're not gonna—you're not gonna run Tampa Bay. It just doesn't really happen. I mean, even if you were, I don't trust their run game. I mean, Gibson coming, is obviously—they're they're coming off a bye though. They are, but, I mean, Gibson has a stress fracture in his shin that he probably shouldn't even be playing right now, and the past few weeks that he has played has shown it. So, I mean, if if they were to not play him and you could safely play McKissick, I'd be okay taking shots on him because he's going to get passing work. But they're going to give Gibson a bunch of touches that don't matter and uh, take away from McKissick, so... 
even if they were in a good matchup, I'd be staying away from them. I definitely look for Brady and them just to absolute dominate this game because of how they lost to the Saints before the bye week. So I do look for uh, the Bucks to just blow this team out, to be honest. That's why I like Brady. Like, Brady was pissed that he threw that interception. He was pissed. Yeah. All right, I think we're ready to move on. All right, and this is the game I thought Ryan was talking about, like in the running back. It is the uh, Minnesota Vikings playing against one of the worst rush defenses in all of football, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, That game right now, uh, Chargers are favored by three, and the over and under is 53. Uh, I was really hoping, to be honest, guys, that um, Dalvin Cook wasn't going to play or get suspended or get to put on some kind of exempt list because it had been so easy just to plug in Mattinson. But that didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Dalvin Cook. I just don't like how he isn't getting any work in the receiving game for for some reason. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, like, against this defense, you can definitely play him. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm always great back, guys. Maybe you guys can do without me. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you can always play Minnesota, anyone on Minnesota. I mean, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. You can always play, even Tyler Conklin, you can play this entire offense. I mean, Chargers defense is, is freaking really good against quarterbacks and wide receivers, though. Their secondary is pretty solid. So, I don't know. This week, I'd probably only play Dalvin Cook if you're playing anyone, and I don't. Like and actually, right now, as sad as it sounds, I have the Chargers defense as my defense. <clears throat> I like that as seat. I don't mind it. It's just if I'm gonna pick, go up that much, I'll just pick, go to Christian McCaffrey for five hundred more. Uh, I really like Dalvin Cook because the Chargers have been ass. Like. They're one of the worst rush defenses. I don't mind. He could find a way into my lineup. I mean, who knows? Maybe he will. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I don't. I Maybe we can right. knock off Fournette. <laughs> Maybe if if we're going there that route, we're, <laughs> Fournette will be knocked off. Yeah. I mean, they, dude. They, they. I mean, did you see what the Eagles did to him running the ball? Yeah. Jordan Howard, dude. Jordan fucking Howard. What about him? Didn't he have, like, two touchdowns against them? I think so. Something crazy. Austin like Scott had a t- Austin Scott had a touchdown. Like, uh, what was it, uh, two weeks ago, Damian Harris did really well. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson did really well. I mean, it's just, it's every week. I think that's the the game Dearness Johnson got, like, 30-some points. Yeah, very well could have been. Jordan Howard got one touchdown against them. Boston, Boston Scott did score? not. No. Mm-hmm. They had 176 rushing yards, though. Yeah. No, Gainwell got a touchdown against them, though. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, 
but I don't like I don't like Kirk Cousins or any of those receivers just because Darwin James and them are legit in that secondary. They're pretty good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, with everybody healthy, I agree. What about the – we'll let you go on the Chargers side, Dylan. I mean, honestly, uh, Minnesota defense has been better, but I still don't mind taking shots against them. None of these guys are in my lineup right now, but I don't mind taking shots on a key now. And Mike Williams is probably coming back down to earth price-wise, but he's also coming back down to earth production-wise. So I'm not really huge on him. He's going to hurt his knee. I mean, yeah, uh, I still wouldn't play him. No, For I me, it, it would he, be pretty much Eckler or bust. Uh, I like Keenan Allen. Well, like I said, I don't mind Keenan Allen. I just think there's I better mean, wide receivers getting, at that price. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you're getting 11, 13 targets a game, I mean, what's there not to love about that? He's like one of the most targeted in all of football. Yeah, I agree. Keenan Allen? My, yeah, my, my problem with Keenan Allen, though, is like he's not a big play kind of guy. Like he he doesn't go out there and get you, you know, a fifty yard bomb down the field. Baby's up again. I'll be right back. He had a really good game against uh, Philly. Like he twelve receptions, one hundred and four yards. But his trouble is he hasn't been finding the end zone. But I I mean, if you're getting those amount of targets, I mean, the same reason why you like Jacoby Myers. I mean, with those kind of targets, yeah. Why is there? I mean, you gotta love them. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to see if um, Harrison – I don't think Harrison Smith is going to play either. So that puts him down um, their best safety. Yeah, so he's he's not he's not playing Sunday. So Mike Zimmer told St. Paul Pioneer Press that Harrison Smith will not play. Patrick Peterson obviously is out. Rashad <clears throat> yeah. Breeland is questionable. He came from Kansas City. Anthony Barr is out, so they ruled him out. Yeah, dude, if Anthony Barr is not playing, dude, I love me some Dalvin Cook. For sure. Really love me some Dalvin Cook. Okay. If who's not playing? Anthony Barr. What does Anthony Barr have to do with Dalvin Cook in the same Oh, team? my God. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's 1 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> That makes me like Eckler more. There you go. But, Save yourself. <laughs> but at 8,600, I'd rather play Dalvin Cook at 85. Yeah. Let's so. But, I mean, you can go. Yes, you can go both of them if you really wanted to. If you really want to be different. Yeah. And I'm back with both of them, to be honest. I mean, who's going to do that? I don't think anyone. Exactly. I mean, I can see people doing uh, Najee and JT yeah, together and pay down at other positions, but, I mean, you can just go down to the next tier and play Eckler and Cook. Yeah. I think Chargers win this game, but who knows? No, that, no. That, might, that might take me off of Dalvin Cook a little bit because they won't be able to run it as much, but... I love I love Dalvin Cook because Chargers is literally one of the worst defense teams running. It's embarrassing. Yeah. All right. 
That's enough of that game. Let's go to uh, what we got here. Carolina and Arizona. Um, Carolina is uh, underdog by 10 points. It's over and under is 44. Fresh off of Cam Newton signing, who probably won't play this week, I don't think. Um, I think it's going to be uh, PJ, whatever that PJ dude's name is, who gives a shit. Um, I think Sam Darnold's time in Carolina is done. To be completely honest with you. It depends, honestly, how Cam does. If Cam really comes in and shits the bed, I think he'll be the backup and Darnold will start again. I think Darnold, I don't think, I don't know. We'll see. I agree, though. That move was. They, do you see they gave him how much money they gave him? Did you see that, Ryan? I think we lost Ryan. Pretty sure we lost Ryan, but they did give Cam Newton um, up to ten million dollars for the rest of twenty twenty one. Ryan, you back with us? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just got kicked for some reason. Well, I was asking you, uh, did you see how much money they got? But I just said that they gave him up to ten million dollars, which is basically starting quarterback money for the rest of the season, which is absolutely yeah. insane. You know, because they're still yeah. paying Teddy Bridgewater, they're still paying um, Sam Darnold. Now they're paying him again. Like, it's it's insane. I know. But with um with PJ back there, do you like anybody on Carolina besides obviously CMC? Um Yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of really anyone. I, I respect Arizona's defense, but I do like CMC. His target share is up there again. He saw a nice amount of rushing attempts, um, and a good snap count. They're not a good snap count. He saw just under 50. They ran Amir Abdul almost 40% of the plays. So I think that'll go back up this week for sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't mind McCaffrey at all this week. I'd rather play him than Jonathan Taylor for sure. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see because there's a lot of news that's still got to come out about this week. Um, yeah, if Brandon Bolden. For this game. If Brandon Bolden's starting running back, I'm playing him and Dearness. So, that could scratch any. McCaffrey, Delvin Cook, Leonard Fournette from me at all. So, like we said, though, a lot of news still needs to come out. For sure. And that's even on the in, in this game, too. Kyler Murray on the other side of the ball. Like, I wouldn't go Kyler Murray anyway because of Carolina's defense, but I'm definitely not going a hobbled Kyler Murray. That's for sure. Yeah. And I do think A.J. Green's coming back this week, right? Yeah, he's up yep, to not an injury report. This is this game to me is not a sexy game. You got uh, PJ Walker quarterback. Um, I mean, if Buda Baker's Tyler, out, I Tyler. guess you could take a shot. Yeah, you can take a shot on anyone really. I mean, I, I'm I'm right now actually my defense is Carolina. Surprisingly enough, I, will that change if Kyler Murray's in the game? Nope. Not at all. And I'm going to say why. Um, if Carolina, you know, Carolina's a really good defense. I mean, they really have, haven't scored negative except against Dallas this year. They've been really solid. Um, and it's Kyler's hurt. He's not 
Hopkins is not 100%. When you're playing with a quarterback that, you know, they don't have a great offensive line and they have to rely on Kyler to scramble, and he's kind of banged up. I think it's his ankle, right, or something. What was he? What yeah, was he, he really hasn't been scrambled at all this year, and I think that injury might have something to do with it. Yeah, and it's an ankle now, and he's a game-time decision. So even if he plays, I'm not a fan of Kyler at all. Or not, kind of mm-hmm. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of attacking them with Carolina's defense. I mean, we saw the game he got hurt against Green Bay, and what Green Bay's defense did against them. So, and Green Bay's not that great of a defense. So, I'm Carolina. I, I really like their defense, especially with Gilmore playing now. It's just even better. So, yeah, I like Carolina's defense this week with how cheap they are on Fanduel. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are going to box score chase that James Conner play. Which, uh, you know, him, obviously, with Chase Edmonds being out for four to six weeks, you know, there's going to be times that, you know, James Conner might be an attractive play, but not on this slate for me. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Dylan just pops in randomly. Stranger. Stranger danger. You have children, so I'm sure you understand what it's like to change a sleeping baby's diaper. Yeah, necessary well, and very not fun. Ooh, I cash. I totally forgot to get into any contest. I was so busy with college basketball. I totally forgot to re- enter more contests than basketball. But 50 cents is 50 cents. Well, lucky you. I did not come close to cashing. Yeah, Luca. For sure. You hated on Luca, and he went highest score of the slate. I hate on who? Luca yesterday. And how did I hate on Luca yesterday? We didn't do yesterday. You hated on him in the chat when I sent my original lineup. No, I didn't. I hated on Pat Bev. No, you hate. No, no, this was yesterday. I sent Pat Bev today. I, I don't think one. I did. Well, I'll find it later. Well, we can go on to the next game. Well, Dylan, you like anything from the Chargers and uh, or not the Chargers, the Arizona game? Anything else uh, that we missed or anything? I mean, I don't, I don't know what you guys said, but uh, as of right now, I don't have any Cardinals in my lineup. Not extremely attractive to me, especially with the fact that we don't know D Hop or uh, Kyler are playing. Yeah, me and me and Ryan basically said with Kyler hobbled and everything, I wouldn't play him anyway. Yeah, I agree. He's not the type of a player that plays well when playing through injury. Exactly. They just need to rest him another game. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you know, they're going to make the playoffs, obviously. I'd rather a healthy quarterback and a receiver going down the home stretch than to not have those at all. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Our our next game is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the Denver Broncos. Um Right now, let's see. Let me pull it up here. Um, Denver's favored by two, and the over and under is 45. Uh, Dylan, what's your thoughts on Philly? I like them, honestly. Denver played really well last week, and I don't expect them to keep it up this week. I expect them to have a letdown after having such a big game. So, I mean, I don't mind taking shots on Hurts. I really like Devonta Smith. I like Dallas Goddard. I mean, you can even honestly take a look at Jordan Howard. I really didn't expect him to emerge as the number one there with Miles Sanders hurt, but here we are. He is without a doubt the number one running back there. 
They in two games they've used him more than they used Miles Sanders during any two game stretch, really. Which is unbelievable because it's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely mind blowing. They they completely bypassed their second and third string quarterback or running backs and just said screw it. Howard's our best guy. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, in Philly, I don't know what they're doing um, at all. Because Miles Sanders, he's not he's not a bad running back, you know. Uh, they signed this. No, he's not. Howard. And then and now he's like the starter. It doesn't make sense. I, but me personally, I don't trust any of these Philly running backs to start them. Play, especially on this slate where Jordan Howard's 5,900. Dearness Johnson's cheaper than that. You know, oh, yeah, so Mark Mark Ingram's cheaper than that, and you and you know Mark Ingram is going to be the guy. I'd rather go Mark Ingram than Jordan. I Howard. agree, I I agree, but especially when doing these podcasts, the way I look at it is uh, nine times out of ten, it's not our favorite guys who go off and win million makers. It's some guy like Jordan Howard that you generally wouldn't even give a second glance. So I don't mind yeah. having exposure to him, especially if you're doing MME. And doing a max entering a contest, he's a guy that you should have some exposure to. Yeah, I talked. Uh, I talked to one guy up in the uh, on that one podcast. Me and I think it was just me and Ryan. I think you had date night that night, and it was Boston Scott. I said, "Don't be surprised with Boston Scott." And then out of nowhere, Jordan Howard too. I mean, it's just it's fucking weird. I don't know what no, I mean. It's like when Sanders got hurt and everybody thought uh, Gainwell was the move, and I was like, I'm not playing Gainwell. As a matter of fact, I bet you Jordan Howard or Boston Scott do better than him, and they both did. Mm, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, this Philly team makes no sense. But the one thing that's consistent in Philly that I really like is Devonta Smith. Absolutely. I love Devonta Smith. I just don't like targeting Philly. I mean, Denver's defense has been really solid, in my opinion, even without Von Miller. Uh, I just think this game, again, I like Jalen Hurts and Fanta, but I'm not a huge fan of the running backs. I'm not a huge fan of Goddard this week. Um, I don't know. I do think Denver takes a step back, though, Ryan. I think they was running off an emotional high, losing Von Miller. Like, I, I think they take a step back on defense. I mean, they have to. They don't have Bradley Chubb or Von Miller now. Like, you would think they would take a step back. Very, I'm, not, very I'm, not well I, I, I'm not saying I disagree with you. It's definitely tough to go into mile high and do good because of the. I mean, it's a different atmosphere, you know, altitude and all that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not. Sure. I'm not disagreeing with you. There's nothing on the Philly team that screams to me, you know, great play. But I mean, you you can't count out Jalen Hurts. No, you can't. Even though I give him shit because he's not a good passer, and neither is Lamar Jackson. Like I've been saying forever. I think some dude tried to attack me on Twitter the other night. When I said I don't believe that uh, Lamar Jackson has improved much as a passer, I mean that's just my opinion. I think they're like the same quarterback, but they're good for fantasy. Yeah, hundred percent. I love Devontae Smith. I'm biased. He's on my he's on my uh, fantasy team. He's on the bench, but he you know he's there. Uh, I mean, I, I still don't think we've seen his ceiling this season. I, I think he's. We haven't seen his breakout, and he's just going to have a monster game eventually. You're very well good. 
Yeah, he did, I mean, he didn't none of these. No, he did really good. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I, I just say I don't. I think he can eclipse thirty. I think so too. I, I think that uh, just based on what I've seen from him this season, he very well next year could be up there with Cooper Cup and uh, Devonta Adams. Yeah, I think uh, you know they got Dallas. I mean, their offense is not terrible. I mean, they got Devonte Smith. They got Dallas Goddard, who I believe in Dallas Goddard, especially with Ertz out of there. I think he's he becomes a better play for fantasy. Maybe not this game because Denver is really good against tight ends, but. Dallas Goddard is more in play now with Ertz out. So um, they do got some pieces. They do need to get a better number two out there for sure. Yeah, I think that's one of their biggest issues is uh, when you're uh, debating whether Quez Watkins or Jalen Rager is your number two, then uh, you might as well just say you don't have a number two at that point. Yeah, they messed up. They could have had Justin Jefferson and Devontae Smith. It's crazy. That'd be a a hellacious uh, wide receiver for Oh, I know, because they took Jalen Rieger, what, one pick before Justin Jefferson? Something like that. Because um, I think Minnesota, did they did they move up, or they just they just had that next pick? Uh, they moved up. They traded uh, Diggs for that pick. Gotcha. Okay. Which I mean, on the, uh, worked well for both teams. But on the Denver side, before you guys get into it, the only thing I want to say on the Denver side, because I'm not really playing anybody from Denver – is I've been very impressed with Teddy Bridgewater this year. Like he's he's been pretty decent. Again, I said I said this on the preseason podcast. Carolina gave up on him way too early. He, they were undefeated with CMC. I mean, it seems just different with CMC. I think they're giving up on Donald too early. I mean, CMC was limited. They only played forty percent of the snaps last week. Donald's played I mean, a lot I, worse than Teddy Bridgewater played. For I sure, don't, I don't, but you. But Carolina keeps giving up on their quarterbacks. Like they're not the problem. You're, real, real number, quick. I don't think we can say they're giving up on Darnold. He's hurt. Yeah, but they signed Cam Newton and gave him a decent amount of money. Like that's not for, yeah, for the not, year. For, yeah, for one year. For the year. Cam Newton's like thirty something years old. Yeah, I know. I get that. I'm just saying. Like they traded away Bridgewater. Now they're signing Cam. Like this team. Like Darnold. They were three and zero with. McCaffrey, they look great. I mean, their play looks through the running back. And we saw with Teddy Bridgewater last year. He was great with Christian McCaffrey and then wasn't that great with Olive. And they ended up trading him. Every, every Panther fan wanted him gone. I've been Teddy games, Bridgewater since he came back from injury, dude. Like, look, I mean, real, come but, back from that. They don't realize their playbook is based around Christian McCaffrey. And, I, and Mike Davis played a great role because their offensive line is not bad. But played a great but role. Look, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's uh, the playbook's built around Christian McCaffrey and it's just the coaching not adapting? Because Mike Vrabel did a very good job adapting when uh, Derrick Henry went out, and they well, still again, They also have fucking A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Not saying, that, and not saying that, but, again, their playbook is not really built around Derrick Henry. Yes, they run it. He's, he's, like, he's, like he's like 80% of the play callers. Yeah, but they also have a lot of nice plays you see with fucking the passing game. They have a lot of play-action passes. But Derrick Henry's so, definitely a big hit. I'm not saying Derrick oh, Henry's better sure. than Christian McCaffrey, but... No, for sure, but I I'm definitely think it's a coaching thing. Vrabel's a great coach, but again, I'm gonna like I said, they gave up on Bridgewater, but he was great with CMC. And they, I love you know, Darnold, he was great with CMC. 
ever since CMC got well, hurt, the, he's been the down like the drain. About, the thing it's, I like it's about just a pattern. Rickler, too, he overcomes adversity. I mean, he didn't have Judy for several weeks. Uh, he didn't have Cor- or, um, you know, Cortland Sutton was just coming back from injury this year. Like, you know, Noah Font was on COVID. Like, I mean, the dude just overcomes adversity, dude. Like, I mean, he went to New Orleans, what, for a year, and then he went to Carolina, and now he's in Denver. Like, yeah. <laughs> so hard. For sure. But, like, I'm saying, like, they give, like, let Darnold play. I mean, Darnold got hurt last game, right? Did he play? Um, he, he was hurt before last game, but he played, yeah. Yeah, and CMC has still played less than half the snaps. So, let me give me a game with CMC with a normal workload and Darnold and see how Darnold does again. Oh, honestly, because, I'm, I'm curious as to how long Darnold's been hurt. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it seems like a pattern. Darnold looked great. They're like, oh my God, we finally found our quarterback until CMC gets hurt. Then Darnold takes a shit. It's because their playbook is so based around the running back and the running back out of the passing game that when Chubba Hubbard can't make those moves that um, CMC can or Chubba Hubbard can't make those blocks. It really takes a toll on Darnold because well, it's not it, what they've been practicing. It's not what they've been doing. And what also I don't like is they're so quick to move on the quarterback, but the running back is the one who's been hurt two straight years for several games. But they exactly. Don't move on for CMC. Exactly. Exactly. Not saying they shouldn't move on from CMC, but the fact okay. is the guy has missed several games the last two years, and we all know running back lifespan is not that long. It is not, and basically what basically what I'm getting at here is Teddy Bridgewater great last year with CMC, and then they give up on him, and now he's playing well in a playbook that really isn't based on running backs. He's able to do what he does best, and he was and he's fine, and like he's playing good football, and Panther fans want him back. It makes no sense. It's it's not a, you know Teddy Bridgewater fault or Sam Darnold's fault. It's the fact that your star running back, the playbook is built around him, and he is not playing a full season. That's your issue. Not Sam Darnold. Not Teddy Bridgewater. Not your quarterbacks. It's the fact that your star running backs only playing three games a season. So are you taking anybody from Denver? Or no. Oh, um, no. Absolutely I like not. <laughs> no, I like Judy. That's about it. No, I'm yeah. really worried about how the team performs as a whole with uh, their coach and staff being hit by COVID. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Philly's defense hasn't been too bad, though. It's decent. I mean, they have Slay. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I, I there's much better spots on this slate. And, uh, like I said, I don't know how well the team performs as a whole with their coach out. Yeah, for sure. Then we'll, we'll get into our last game of the slate, which is the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Green Bay Packers. Um, me personally, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers plays. I got Devontae Adams. I didn't like Jordan Love in there for uh, my my receiver. But uh, right now, it looks like uh, Green Bay's favored by three and a half, and um, over and under is forty nine and a half. And it looks like we get Russell Wilson back too. Yep, we do. What do you What do you like, uh, Dylan? For Seattle. Um, I, I mean, same as you would usually feel with Seattle. I do respect this Green Bay defense, but you can take shots if you want to on DK and lock it. I think there's better places to go. 
Uh, right now, I have no pieces of this game except for maybe Adams if Rodgers is back. But I'm even iffy on that because I don't really trust Rodgers too much uh, coming back from COVID. So, I mean, th- this game in general, I think, is going to be a fade. I think it's easier for the uh, quarterback to come back from COVID because he don't, and he's not a running quarterback, right? Like he's not, but I mean, he is older. He was symptomatic, so I mean, we generally see most pro athletes when coming back from COVID, especially if we know they were symptomatic, come back and really uh, take a couple of weeks to get back into it. But one of one of the one reason I don't mind an Aaron Rodgers play. I mean, I wouldn't play him, but if somebody were to play him, <clears throat> the one reason I wouldn't mind it is because Aaron Rodgers responds to scrutiny by going out and putting up MVP numbers. Yeah. And what That's he's true. facing right now is a whole bunch of scrutiny. So the one way he In can times. silence the, the the one way he can silence them is go out there and give a performance. And it's at it's at home. If this is at Seattle, it'd be a little different. I wouldn't feel the same way, but I love me some Devontae Adams. I really don't like Aaron Jones the way he's been showing. I mean, A.J. Dillon's been really outperforming him recently. Yeah, I'm really price, about that. You know. Yeah, it's been I – don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, me either. But yeah, but honestly, I'm I'm, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have nothing in this game, to be honest. I don't either. I, I don't either. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to target. One quarterback's coming back from COVID. One's coming back from a finger injury. And I've read that Wilson's still likely to have uh, issues with his grip coming back. So, I mean. Wilson's Wilson's a warrior. I love Wilson. Oh, I like who Wilson. Does Seattle start at quarterback, or who does Seattle start at running back this week? Collins. Well, I heard Dave was going to split because Collins has been hurt, too. Like, they've been. Kind of a splitting because Collins only played 47 and 39 percent of the snaps the last two games, and I mean it's been a little bit of Penny, a little bit of um, Homer, uh, so I wouldn't trust any of the running backs to be honest. Yeah, I don't think you can play any of them for sure. No, Chris Carson will be back next week, I think. Um, possibly. What he uh, designated off this week for practice? I think so. And then he he was supposed to be a game-time decision for this game. They ended up rolling him out earlier than that, obviously. But, I mean, very uh, good chance of him returning next week. For sure. Anything else on this game, fellas? We nailed it. Let's get into the uh, three minds line. Let's do it. I had the first pick Dylan. last time, so someone else can have it. Dylan, you can go ahead, buddy. Oh, joy. Um, let's play Dak. I like it. He's my favorite at the moment. Dak, that has Dak? changed three times throughout this podcast. I love it. <laughs> it has, but as of right now, my final lineup has Dak Prescott in it. Your final one has Dak. It does. I'll send it in the chat later or after. All right. Size, you go next. All right. 
And we're just going to be different here, right? Yeah. Even in a different lineup, I still think we eat the Dearness Chalk. The Dearness Johnson. Get the uh, absolute value. Cool. Okay. We're going to go to wide receiver here. And we're going to play Deontay Johnson. I like him this week. I really do. Especially with Claypool out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get a ridiculous amount of targets. It's back to you, young boy. We said we wanted to get different. Let's go uh, Hunter Henry, tight end. Hunter Henry. Well, Ryan, you might have to find some value because we need somebody to pair up Dak with, and we're going to go C.D. Lamb. Like you know, I'm going to say fuck your value and we're going to go running back and we are going to go Cordell Patterson to run back this game so back onto the topic of we can't uh, have our preconceived notions that we had before the season on a lot of these guys I still gag a little bit when we say Cordell Patterson, but it, he's been so fucking solid. Really Consistently nice. solid, too. That's the key. Like, uh, he's the best players in the NFL for DFS purposes all year, and yet he was such a bad player at the beginning of the year, but I still gag when we say we're going to play him. For those who don't know, if Dylan gags, that means it's a phenomenal play. Oh, yeah. Like, vomit emotion is way better, though. Yeah. Did you pick? I picked Cordell Patterson, so now I'm Dylan. It's Dylan, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. If my shit would load, there we go. Here, I'll make my final pick, and you two can do wide receiver and flex. I'm going to go on a Panthers defense. I see we're going to do that. Go Panthers defense. Get that out of the way. And you guys can uh, figure out wide receiver and flex. I, w- I, see one I was not. Defense. I was going to pick A.J. Brown. Oh, well, okay, then that works. I'm going Panthers, the size of the last pick. That works perfect. Alright. Um, right. Um, oh, yeah, it's a decent amount. Let's go. I don't want to call Pitts because we already got Cordell Patterson. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go Mike Williams. Let's hope he gets a big game. No Harrison uh, Smith. So we got Dak. Actually, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll help you out real quick, actually. And if you want to play someone just a little more, um, I'll we'll go down 
and say, fuck it, maybe the Bills shit the bed again, and we're going to go Jets defense. Wow. No, I'm joking. Chargers defense. Chargers defense? I, like, I, I, I kind of like them this week. I'm not a big fan of it, but they've been iffy. So, if, Unless you would rather play Mike Williams than any of the guys here, we can go back to Panthers defense. But No, I'd rather play Scared Terry. Maybe we would have $200 on the table. Oh, Scary Terry. Works for me. So we got Dak, Dearness Johnson, Cordell Patterson, uh, Cordero Patterson, Deontay Johnson, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Hunter Henry, Scary Terry, and the Chargers defense. Not bad, fellas. Not bad Any final thoughts on the slate? No. Dylan? Dylan? Last call? No, I'm good. All right. Good, sir. Well, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, Same time, same channel. See y'all.